This episode of the Haunted Road Trip Show is brought to you by Evidential Medium, Tracy St. Croix. Have you ever wondered, how could I have known that? Or curious why you seem to sense things about people you just met? And you come to find out your hunch was spot on? Visit www.tracystcroixmedium.com to discover the power of your intuition, gain a secure foundation to start a co-creating relationship with spirit, and enroll in our intuitive development programs. Welcome to the Haunted Road Trip Show, where we bring you powerful conversations, insights, and exciting site investigations that reveal the paranormal world in a way you've never seen before, up until now. Tune in and become part of a community that enjoys the thrill of finding out what the paranormal world wants to teach you and solve the issues. Be sure to visit our website at www.hauntedroadtripsshow.com. And while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, prepare to have your thirst for curiosity satisfied as you enjoy ghost stories, haunted house stories, and more. Well, we are here to talk about mediumship, mysticism, spooky stuff, and more on this. FYI, a little bit of a disclaimer. I was raised by pirates and sailors, so my language is probably not going to be kid-friendly. Sometimes I just want to warn you guys on that, on there. I know. So we have been having a good time with these series when Jesse the Cool Ranch Cajun comes on here and we just kind of let everybody kind of talk. So if you have questions about mediumship or any kind of questions in about in the spirit world, you know, type them into the chat and let us know what is, you know, what is up, what's your question, what's going on. You know, tell us about some of your experiences with the spirit world. We would love to hear what, um, maybe what your first experience was and how you feel about it now versus then. So, do you remember your first experience, like, even as a child, Jesse? Like, you know, little CRC? (laughs) Well, not necessarily with specifically mediumship, but I definitely recall having experiences of like intuitive knowings that I was connected to something other than this physical reality. Um, And that happened, that started happening to me at probably age four and five. Um, I would have these experiences of just being connected to something greater and just kind of feeling outside of my body, being connected to this energy around me. Um, That's the earliest memories I have of getting in tune, getting in touch with that sort of world. But for me, it wasn't until, actually, until I started practicing Reiki that I started to connect with spirits and and spirits and loved ones who are crossed over. So Exactly. That oftentimes happens. Yeah. What about you, Tracy? Uh, you know, I, I mean, I have some weird memories. I mean, 
if anybody's read my book or heard me talk a lot, that they know that, like, I grew up, like, basically surrounded by, like, cemeteries and funeral homes, like, literally. Um, So from, you know, like, day one, I I was always hearing things, and uh, me and my older sister, we had this game, and it's so creepy now. Like, if my kids, like, if I had kids and they told me, like, this was happening, I would be a little bit freaked out. I'm just, I'm just saying it. And we used to put our hands under the bed, under our bed, and there would be other hands that would be touching us. And it was, like, all cold and stuff. And we would, like, put your hands under here, and they would, like, touch our hands and stuff. It, like, we had to have been, like, maybe four or five years old, and we just thought it was a game with them, hmm. you know? Freak me out. And it, it did, and, and I mean, mind you, my backyard literally was a cemetery, so, like, uh, my little sister's calling me, and I bet you it's with my nephew, who is a little bit of a medium, let's answer, huh? <laughs> I thought my nephew was calling me, not you. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's had he's had some experiences, so I thought like yeah. how apropos he can sit here and and talk to us about a few things on there. Well, that's what I get for answering the phone with her on it. (laughs) And I'll just say, I thought my nephew was going to be calling me, period. Not saying I don't love you, but I was a little bit disappointed, period. On Facebook Live now. Call you later. Love you. Bye. Period. (laughs) And that's how me and my family roll. (laughs) I'm jealous. I wish I was at Molly Crew. I know she's at my I bet you she's at okay, we have a comment here. Hold on. What is it? And Amanda says, is there is can you see that, Jesse? I do, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I'm so glad they did like some kind of upgrade so you can see the comments. Okay, mm-hmm. is there sometimes an emotional trauma that could be blocking prevent or blocking preventing fully opening up to the spirit world? I'll let you take that, Jesse, first. Yeah, um, I would say in a nutshell, sure. Um, And I think one thing that comes to mind for me is um, perhaps being told that opening up to the spirit world is a negative experience or perhaps being taught that, you know, maybe through uh, some religious ideology that it's unsafe um, to open up to the spiritual world and that could cause uh, some sort of emotional trauma or emotional resistance if we do uh, struggle with that fear to be able to open up. So I'd say yes um, in that respect. What about you, Tracy? I would agree fully onto that. There are emotional traumas that can literally like scare the poop out of you. Yeah, that too. And in you know, it can be religious idolization. It could be somebody else's belief system that they're tossing upon you. 
that this is negative, that this is bad, or, you know, whatever, you're going to have repercussions. Or it could just be that, you know, maybe you got really, really startled by a spirit. Um, Because I know that when I was first developing my mediumship and I would have spirit come close to me, it felt very similar to being paranoid, anxious, feeling like somebody was watching me. So if if you have kind of traumas or, or things that are in your past that maybe you haven't addressed yet, yes, yeah, sometimes opening up to the spirit world can really be a super scary thing. And it can it can prevent you. But I also say this, like I had to learn how to trust myself. That's what mediumship and developing as an intuitive has taught me, really to trust myself and to trust that I'm working with a power greater than myself that loves me, that does not want to hurt me. It wants to commune and co-create with me. And it took a while. It's not a one and done thing. I hope that answers your question, Amanda. On there. Um, because it, if, you know, it can be very traumatizing because if, say if, if, if you go to a class and maybe you're not ready yet and, um, you know, you're kind of in that group mentality of, Ooh, I better do this or else I, I want to be a part of the group. You know, you might open up a little too fast and it might feel well funky. Yeah. It could, it could feel unsafe to some people and, you know. I think you bring up a good point when you talk about trust in general, because that that's a really big component of working as a medium and developing as a medium. And if we do struggle with trust, you know, I notice I'll, I'll just say this from my experience, learning to trust spirit and learning to trust in my mediumship and intuitive development has changed the way I look at how I'm able to trust myself and even people around me. So maybe if you have trust issue, trust trauma, let's say, uh, from past experiences, then, yeah, that could absolutely block you from being able to progress in, in development as a medium. But that's not to say it's, it's not possible. Of course, like we can work through these things. And that's essentially what Tracy and I help with is to work through some of those blockages. Right. We create a space in our class that is very safe, that is made, you know, for your, what I like to say, your delicate development. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We have to be very, I mean, I I say be very gentle with yourself all the time, but especially if you're even developing your mediumship or your intuitive abilities or, you know, Reiki or whatever it is that you're, you're studying, you know, be gentle. You know, you don't, I, I was always told you don't scream at a rosebud for it to open. And especially if, if you do have some kind of emotional blockage around that, when it comes to healing any kind of emotional trauma, um, it's really important to be delicate in that process with ourselves too. Yeah, it really was. Because for me, Amanda, when it came down to it, what my emotional trauma block was, is that Um, I felt I needed permission from somebody who was a higher authority than me that I could go ahead and and communicate 
with with spirits mediumistically because I'd grown up in a past of being fearful that I didn't have permission. If I didn't have permission, I couldn't, you know, I wasn't going to be able to do it. And when I realized that the only person that needs permission is for me to give it to myself. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and then, and then boom, that's how that happened. And for any of the newbies that are joining chat on in, uh, put in the chat box, like, what has had, do you remember your first experience either like intuitively or with spirit or do you have like a funky spooky ghost story that maybe you want to tell us a little bit about that we can talk about um, or maybe just your your plain old questions about mediumship like does grandma does grandma get mad because you're not cooking her recipes type of thing <laughs> And we can, we can definitely answer that because you guys were hosting a class this weekend. And I think the event is, is in, um, is, uh, no, sleep paralysis is not fun at all. Um, we are hosting a beginner's mediumship class this weekend at Red Feather Healing. The event is on the event page. So you guys reserve your spot and come on in and have a, kick butt day with us and really learn how to, you know, gently develop your mediumship with others who are going to be doing the same thing. Okay. So Miss Missy says sleep paralysis, not fun. No, ma'am. No, ma'am, Pam, it is not. Your thoughts on sleep paralysis, Cool Ranch, Cajun. My thoughts on that. Um, so I do have some not personal experience, but family experience. My my mother used to uh, suffer from sleep paralysis at times, and she would have these kind of sensations of actually being held down by something. And um, that definitely sounded pretty traumatizing um, to hear. But I don't, you know... Uh, to hear her experience and how scary that is and to to I guess talk about the little bit of research I've done on that I don't know that it's necessarily an attack on us from something outside of ourselves Um, but what I do understand from that is that it's often moments where we slip into an alternate state of consciousness and we can have these sort of -of out-of-body or um, mind awake, body asleep experiences where we can experience something. Okay, she's that is- saying also, I just want to give more information. She's saying to you, yes, shadow beings in the room. Interesting. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know a ton about that, but um, I don't know a lot about shadow beings in particular, but what I do know is that in sleep paralysis, it does shift our awareness into a different state of consciousness. And so, yeah, we do, you may start to see all kinds of things. Um, yeah, she says OBE. I practiced OBE for the better part of four years in my 20s. I never saw shadow beings, but um, I did experience what you're talking about. Not in the sleep paralysis state that you might hear where you can't move and you're stuck in your body. This was more of leaving my body and, being able to experience other realms. So that's my experience with that. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Sleep paralysis, Missy, can be just terrifying. So my heart does, my heart, like, truly goes out to you because I know how, how like, um, terrifying that that can be. And it, you know, there, there are, a, I don't think that there's one answer to sleep paralysis. No. I always tell people, you know, first and foremost, make sure everything's physically okay with you with a doctor. You know, um, that in conjunction with seeing, um, you know, I always like to say, you know, asking yourself, why are you having a rough landing coming back into your body? Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what it feels like when it happens to me. Um, and one thing that I have done, and this is just on the woo-woo metaphysical realm, is when I go to sleep at night, I have that silver cord that I see in my navel and my belly button, and I see it grounding me into the ground, into the core of the earth, and reminding, kind of like giving my body breadcrumbs, giving my soul little breadcrumbs, an easy way back into my body. And I tell myself, if I leave my body, I leave gently, and I come back just as softly as I left. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of things that could be going on with the with the shadow people. There, you know, you could, you know, those could be your guides. They could be loved ones in the spirit world helping you out. Not everything that we see as a shadow is negative, guys. Okay, it is. It's not. Black is the easiest color for spirit to kind of manifest into. So just because you see something in black does not mean, ah, oh, God, they're coming for me. No, they're not. I like, it's not always the case, sweetie, but um, I'm really sorry for that sleep paralysis. Um, does, yeah. does, yeah, my spirit guide, um, yeah, my spirit guides always have my back. Um help you back yes they do actually the first time one of the first um encounters i had with my spirit guides were during an out-of-body experience yeah pretty profound so yeah we can we can meet them through those experiences as well yeah that's a good idea to intend that you make sure you protect yourself Yes. When you're doing those types of things, you know, if you are experiencing out of body and just naturally having these things, it's a good idea to protect yourself. It really is a good idea to protect yourself. And just on more of like a psychological, physical level, sometimes it's good. Like if you have a therapist or a counselor to talk about it, because there could, there could be very well some, some, you know, um, deeper psychological um, issues that are trying to be addressed in your sleep and they're having a hard time coming out. So um, it's also good. I, I, I am a holistic practitioner. I, I'm fully believing in the mystical and the practical. It needs to go hand in hand um, on that. Let me see. Uh, let's see. And... Amanda, we'll get back to you because I don't know. She is asking, Jesse, have you ever heard of this? Um, Can you explain Elohim? I don't, I've never. Elohim is, um, Elohim comes from Kabbalah. And that is another, it's another one of the names of God. 
And so I believe I have heard of Council of Elohim. Um, I think if, if I'm correct, maybe what you're referring to are these councils who are channeled through people. Um, I believe I have heard of a Council of Elohim, but there are so many out there. It's hard to keep up with. I, I don't know that I have any um, more information on that, but yeah, that's about all I know. Sorry, loves. Yeah. Let's see. Miss Judy, how can you tell if it's an elder helping or a different spirit? Okay. So I think you're asking like if it's one of one of your personal loved ones or a different spirit. Well, have you asked? <laughs> People forget, you guys, we totally get like, you know, we totally get like mush brain that we can also ask questions too. It's it's a two-way, when you're communicating with the spirit, it's a two-way communication. So I would say ask and also feel like, does this feel like, you know, um, an ancestor of mine? And see what answer that you feel in your body. Is it a yes or is it a no? And start to go with that. And and remember, they if they're coming to you, they want to communicate with you. It would be like me ringing your doorbell and be like, ah, oh, no, <laughs> I was just I I was just pushing buttons. Sorry. <laughs> no, they're they're ringing your doorbell to kind of talk to you, loves. Not playing um, ding-dong ditch. Yeah, exactly. Ding-dong ditch. Yeah, I know. We can't do ding-dong ditch anymore with all the cameras around. Um, but if you want to elaborate on that, Judy, uh, if you have maybe a specific incident that you want to talk about, we'll be glad to address that with you on there. Um, because it's, you know, when you take a mediumship course with highly, you know, highly developed and well-trained mediums to to me and Jesse. Yes, they did to our own horns for us. You are going to start to develop and know who spirit is. Like, is this a person of mine? Is it somebody else's? Um, who do they belong to in the room? You're going to start to get to know all of that. And you get to know all of that by trusting yourself. Yeah, trusting and allowing. And that's that's kind of the foundation of how we gather information. And so if you are wanting to differentiate between an elder or, or someone else or a spirit guide, allowing them to let you know and trusting what comes through for you opening that space a little more. Ah, Judy says something really good that I want to point out, which she is very helpful with this. She says, I think I want it to be an elder too much to let my mind drift deeper. Oh, you brought up such glorious points about how um, we get get the blinders on and we only want one Mm -hmm. thing. We want to do one thing, and we don't, nope, no, 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 no. But when we, what I like to say is when we just get into a place of curiosity, you know, 
what if this could be my loved one and somebody else? Why does it only have to be a single person that is coming through to speak? Right? We can have a party line. So always, Judy, even if you don't want that answer, allow yourself to have that answer so that you can have, like, peace of mind and and trust yourself a little bit more on that. So just kind of allow your body to go deeper with it. Allow your mind to get, like, really curious about it. Because what if it's a new spirit guide who's really kick-ass and just and wants to introduce themselves? Don't block the miracle, as a friend of mine used to say. Don't, you know, Miracle Bank never runs out of miracles, is what I was told. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a good example of how we can restrict ourselves from the flow of information um, with expectation or right like one-sidedness um, yeah so. we we go over that and that's one of the foundations that's one of the foundations of any type of intuitive healing counseling work that you know you're gonna do is learning how to get into a neutral place so that you can be a really clear messenger, whether it's, you know, things that you want to know in here or not so much. But, you know, we, we kind of tune into our intuition for answers. Unfortunately, you know, it's, I, we might not like to accept it, but we got to accept it <laughs> sometimes on there. All right, if you're just joining us, pop in your questions about um, spirit world. Um, do you want to share any kind of experiences that you've had? Do you have questions about them? Um, do you want to share funky little stories maybe you've never told anybody about experiences with the spirit world? Or do you just have some kind of off-the-wall question for us to see if we can answer? We're, we're totally here for it on we're here, at least for a little while, guys. Um, but if you didn't know, we are hosting a class this Saturday, guys, at Red Feather Healing to develop mediumship. So if that's something you feel called to, um, sign on up is what I have to say. And uh, reserve your seat now because me and Justin, we just love to teach. And oh, yeah. you know, not only are you going to get us, but you're going to get to meet your littermates is what I like to talk about. You're going to get to meet people that you can go on and take other classes with and develop. You're going to go to other classes. You go, oh, my God, I met you in Jesse and Tracy's class. And, oh, my God, give me your phone number. Oh, my God. That's how the network starts. And it's fun. Yeah. It's so much fun when you walk into a room and you're like, oh, I already know like three or four people here. <laughs> yeah, community is great um, in this work. And I think that's also another foundational component of developing as an intuitive or a medium is to have that safety of community who are doing the same thing, who are on the same path and who understand, you know, on that level. Yeah, who really, really understand. Okay, we have another question. Missy is back with, I'm going to let you take this one. (laughs) Yeah, you know me. Um, 
Well, so, <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's, as yes, I will say yes, I have, um, and I do. So not specifically with any particular reason or intention to connect to a certain group, but my experience has been, um, and still is on occasions that there are guides that come through in that form for me. Um, generally guides who are energy workers, generally guides who are um, here to help and support healing from an energetic standpoint. Um, when that started to happen for me was when I started to practice energy healing and energy work because it seems in my experience and you could probably ask many other energy healing practitioners that there's something about the, the, the star beings or aliens, if you want to call them that, who operate in that, in that world, in that world of energy healing. So, yes, I do, <laughs> and I have, and they do continue to show up as spirit guides uh, from time to time. Yes, mm -hmm. I do believe that is an interesting question, and I recently... Um, I recently went to um, an ayahuasca tree called Rhythmia in uh, Costa Rica. And um, I had some very interesting encounters with what I like to call our galactic friends and healing. Mm. And that was their purpose of coming to me was to help um, heal my heart and heal other things. And it was... Um, a very interesting experience that I'm not quite ready to publicly talk about everything uh, just yet, but I will be. But what I can tell you is like, um, yeah, they're healers. They're out there. Um, they're kick-ass. They're awesome. So I'd, I've never worked with an alien spirit, but I've had, you know, my galactic friends come and work on me. Yep. Um, and yes, it was. It was definitely like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Especially if you're, you're not expecting it and you might not have had a lot of experience with those types of beings. It can be pretty shocking. I was not expecting it. <laughs> um, even though I am, I am a, obviously, I am a full believer that there is life out there beyond us as humans. Mm -hmm. um, I had had limited, you know, experiences, but I knew it. But those experiences that I had there at that retreat were just out of this. I, I mean, literally, it was out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> Cosmic stuff. It was, it was, and, and you know what, honestly, Jesse, I started to change my language around it because I felt like mm -hmm. I didn't want to call them aliens anymore because I felt like I had created a really trusting bond with them that That's I cool. wanted to call them something that had more, um, more of like a connective feeling mm -hmm. more uh, like, so that's why I would like call them like my galactic friends, the galactic healers. Like I was, I don't know. I'm still playing around with it in, in my mind, but that's that. That's my that's my little confession for yeah. 
That I like that a lot because um, my first connection to aliens or extraterrestrials was from this sense of having a star family, having this connection to interdimensional or, or extraterrestrial beings that felt familiar to me. And it wasn't until I started practicing healing work that that bomb started to occur and I started to build this connection. And actually, I had to work through some fear and emotional trauma about connecting to that, um, to those types of beings, because, I mean, they can look kind of scary, you know, and I think in in society, they're, they're portrayed in a negative light. So um, it took me some work around that. Actually, some past life healing um, helped me. Hey, Brooke. I know. Hi, Brooke. Hey, if you got any questions, pop them in the chat, Brooke. We're talking all things woo, spooky, mystical. Share your experiences. And yes, Jesse, you brought up a really good point there. Um, And it is about when you're developing mediumship, it is about learning to trust spirit, whether it is a human, you know, whether it has been incarnated on this physical plane as a human, or whether, you know, you're doing another style of mediumship, which we'll talk about um, in the class, whether that's connecting with our galactic, you know, our galactic friends or other beings in other dimensions. It's about a trust. Mm-hmm. And I can, you know, tell you coming from, a, you know, a traumatic background and all of that, it's not built in the day, guys. It's not built in two days. It's built over time. But if you have the right tools and a really good, strong, you know, network to go with, it really makes it secure. And when you take me and Jesse's class, you automatically are going to be getting into that, into that network, into that cocoon. Mm-hmm. that you can develop and and be safe in beyond our class time together. Yep. Yes, interdimensional beings. Yes, we we've been talking about them and our and our um experiences and I'm not quite ready to talk about mine fully just yet cuz I'm still kind of processing like <laughs> like yeah, that's while yeah. I have it Mm-hmm. That it happened. <laughs> and like, and this is how I know, like, I know that it did because other people that were in the ceremony were having similar experiences. Mm-hmm. So. Working with the same group, perhaps. Yes. Mm-hmm. And working with the same group. And you're not talking during this ceremony to each other. So you're not, hey, man, are you seeing that? No. Right. It's, it's not that type of ceremony. But I will tell you what, there in Costa Rica, they had these fireflies, Jesse, that were, like, this big. What? And their butts lit up, like, huge, like, almost these, like, slow-moving, like, bulbs oh, around. Like a whole yes, thing. yes, and they were so beautiful. It was like you just got hypnotized and fixated on them. Wow. It was, yeah. And Star Family, yes, Brooke, Star Family is all, you know, all within the galactic, 
I don't know. People call it federation or something. I, you know. Yeah. It. Yeah. Well, some people really deeply connect to certain star families that have known to interact with humans throughout history, continue to interact with different people, um, whether it's interdimensionally or physically. Yes. So, yeah, there, you know, there is a family component to it. There, there is a family component to it. And, you know, recently I, I listened to Jim Holler, how I think his name was Jim Hollard's podcast. Um, um, it's like a paranormal podcast. He's been around for a long time, but he had on, um, he had on uh, a woman and she's kind of, uh, I can't remember her exact titles, but she was the niece of Betty and, oh my gosh, I forget his name. Betty and Barney Hill. Betty and Barney Hill's niece. That's exactly it. And she is like uber freaking smart, like uber smart. And so she did a lot of research on people who have had interactions uh, with galactic um, visitors. And what she had come to believe is that whether it was past life or this life, once you kind of make that connection, it's always there. Yeah. If you're having experiences more than likely somebody else in your family, it is. It's kind, of, it's kind of like if you have abilities, more than likely maybe one of your siblings or your grandmother or something. Right. Does. I, we got way off topic. <laughs> I don't even know what our topic for. is. Well, it says and more in the title. That it does say and more because more. I, I like to add and more into it. But, you know, just like the spirit world is absolutely infinite, I'm sure the galactic world is absolutely, I I always imagine it just as a collective as Earth is with our many cultures and the many different ways that humans can look. Mm -hmm. I always think that, why can't they? Why do they have to be just gray and gray? You know? Boring. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that they, I don't think that they, that they are at all. And just like, you know, in the spirit world, like, not, you know, not everything that goes bump in the night wants to kind of, you know, is a boogeyman under your bed. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, uh, generally not. It generally is not. And that's what developing mediumship will help you to really, really understand. Because I do want to get on top of my soapbox um, just for a minute. Because I love, everybody knows I love my TikTok. But, woo, there is some bad information on there. Real bad. Really? I mean. I deleted my TikTok recently. I mean. I mostly have a very, very super clean TikTok. I'm very vigilant about that, about my social media, keeping it very, like, right and tight. Yeah. As far as, like, I'm not, no, if if you're too far one way or the other, or you just, uh, no, you're not on my boat. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, there is nothing to be fearful of in the spirit world. And my dad had it absolutely correct. He said, it ain't the dead you got to worry about. 
And it's, you know, I mean, take a look around, right? It's not. Spirit world is not something that you need to be fearful of at all. Spirit wants to interact with you. Spirit wants to send messages or, you know, give you love or help you communicate a message to their loved ones. And it gets really fun once you figure out, like, oh, I am safe and protected no matter what I do. Yes. I promise you are. Uh Uh-huh. All right, guys. We have been, oh, my God, we're going on, like, 45 minutes here, y'all. Okay. So, this weekend, I want you to pass along the word that we're having a super awesome class at Red Feather Healing. The event is on my event page this weekend. Sign on up. It's a one-day event for beginning to develop your mediumship. There's going to be all kinds of goodies involved. I promise you. And if you think that somebody else in your world could benefit from this class, please like and share. Sharing is caring, y'all. Yes. And if you if you want to come, bring a friend and introduce them to the world of mediumship as well. I noticed a lot of people did that last time. Oh, yeah. A lot of people did. Bring they brought friends and, yeah. friends and siblings and <laughs> uh, yeah, siblings and, and all kinds of stuff. It was kind of funny because it was kind of like almost compared to like, you know how you stand at the creepy house in the neighborhood and dare each other to ring the doorbell or go up on the porch? <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, no, you come with me. No, you do it. No, you do it. That's a good analogy. Yeah. It was. It was. If you've ever seen the burbs, if you've never seen the burbs with Tom Hanks, I mean that that's a must-see comedy okay. movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Two grown men standing outside a creepy house staring each other to go up to the door. <laughs> um it yeah, it is. It's it's quintessential. Okay, yay, come see us, Brother Healing. Thank you, loves, on that. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. We have had an awesome, awesome time tonight. And if you want us to come back and maybe specifically talk about a topic, throw it into the chat or, you know, DM one of us and, and let us know, guys, because you're important, too, to this. Yep. Closing words, Jess? I would just like to say thank you, everybody, for the great questions and yes. the really awesome far-out topics tonight. Uh, <laughs> that's not something I get asked often, but occasionally it's nice to talk about our cosmic brethren. Um, so, yeah, come see us. Um, it's always a great time. Like Tracy said, we're here to support. We love teaching. Um, that's our main reason for being here and showing up so that we can answer questions you might have. And please come join us on Saturday. Bring a friend, bring a family member. Um, Come have a good time with us. Yes. All right, y'all. Have a good evening. We are over and out. All right, bye. Thank you for tuning into the Haunted Road Trips show, where we share powerful conversations, insights, and exciting site investigations that reveal the paranormal world in a way you've never seen before up until now. Remember to visit our website at www.hauntedroadtripsshow.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. 
We look forward to seeing you next time on the Haunted Road Trips show. And remember, paranormal history is dying to be heard.